Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is the King, sitting to my left is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How are we doing boys? Very good, very good. How are you? Yeah, I'm alright. I'm yeah, alright. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> week two is in the bag, gentlemen. So we've got loads to talk about this week, mm-hmm. uh, before moving on to week three, obviously. Yep. So just some of the stuff we're going to talk about are the shock team of the season. Yep. We're going to nominate... Uh, talking about kickers and how great they are yeah uh, we're going to talk about Keenan Cole versus James Connor in Catch of the Week yeah uh, Jameis Winston versus Ryan Fitzmagic yeah <laughs> and uh, Josh Gordon and Vontae Davis and Felony Watch and all kinds of stuff so we've got loads to go through you guys mm-hmm. alright so let's try and keep it as succinct and entertaining as possible yeah I know we Dave, always try Dave you're done there mate <laughs> ow you're done it's bringing the heat already <laughs> Okay, so let's start off with shock teams of the week, uh, of the season, I should say, so far. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, how about you start us off, mate? Who do you think is the most surprising team after just two weeks of this season? Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, wow. the Chiefs are my rogue one. Tampa Bay, because I expected them to be absolute garbage. Yeah. Because, well, you know... It's the yucks. Yeah, exactly. Um and the Chiefs when we did uh, I think week before week one mm-hmm. we did our predictions on who was going to be top of each division yeah I might have put the chefs at the bottom <laughs> of AFC I might have put them at the top yeah, yeah I think I think you did <laughs> I now agree with you hooray um, I wasn't that up on my homes and now I am I put the Chiefs second so I feel like I yeah, yeah. was I was comfortable with where I put them because mm. I do I, still think it's a toss up between them and the Chargers I agree I still th- I put them ahead of the Chargers now, just based on what I've seen. I would agree. First two weeks, there I think they are. Either either way, they're both going but, to the playoffs. Um, I think I from think AFC, I think they're it's both gonna going be, to the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be um, about that div- how they do in that division. It's um, against each other, really. The other team that surprised me is the Steelers. I I would have expected <laughs> this isn't me trolling. Yeah. I would have expected you to be two and zero. Oh. Okay. Um, and there was a stat I saw in the week. Most te- so any team in the, in the Super Bowl era. Any team that starts without a win in the first two games has a 12% chance of making the playoffs, based on what's happened so far. Yeah. Well, it's quite a high proportion of a 16-game season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 12% chance of hitting the playoffs. I think that, yeah, okay. But then sense. there's also the argument that the AFC North has always been quite lopsided anyway, so it's one of the slightly easier divisions to, to get a run going. As a Steelers fan... Yes, okay. It was a kind of weird first week against the Browns, and really we were weird. lucky to get a draw, to be honest. It was only their, their terrible kicking, and we'll talk about that uh, briefly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then week two, it was up against possibly the best offense, the most, most high powered offense uh, in the league. With a, a, a young quarterback that's just slinging it for fun, someone like Tyreek Hill, you can't cover. And they've got other weapons there, like Sammy Watkins. Yeah, they've, and they've got more weapons than you Conley. have at this point, which is rare, because that's this is probably Kelsey. the first time I've said this about the Steelers in a very long time, that a team's actually got more weapons than them, but yeah. the um, the Chiefs absolutely do. Well, they went kind of toe-to-toe, and it was... Yeah, it was really... It was, it was an excellent. Great, first, Super great start game. for the Chiefs, but the Steelers got all the way back, and mm. then... The, my only regret is that 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 game didn't take place in like week 15 when it really mm. meant something same with the Jags and the Pats game as well I want that to be a week 15 game all on the line you know and it's the same with um, when you played the Pats last season I think it yeah, was a game was from 14, the end I think. yeah that that would have been even better but it was, it was great to have a shootout do you um, hmm. so I, I I had to deal with a, a personal matter this week so I've not really sort of watched much football frankly sure. but Am I right in saying that the Steelers went behind quite... It was 21 nothing. 21 nothing. So that's very similar then to the Jags game. Yeah, it where was. Yeah, you we, you guys yeah. need to start quicker then. Is that something that you feel is, is yeah, important? Because that's two games sloppy. now that are big just, games. Yeah, it was just You've really been sloppy. close in as well and you've come back. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, it, was, got, it was real kind of playground football. Was it? On offense. You know, Ben scrambling around and hopefully finding someone. Yeah. You know, He's he's always looking downfield, and sometimes mm-hmm. it would be easier if he went for the underneath throw mm-hmm. or something and tried a few more dump off passes because they do work. People like James Conner has really stepped up. Yeah, so oh, Jesse James though. Jesse does, James. Yeah. Does, oh, that boy. He does tend to do that when Bell's there, but I think that's mm. obviously just that trust thing, isn't it? Yeah, and I think he's, yeah. he's gained it obviously yeah. over the last couple of weeks. So interesting. Um, 
I'm not overly concerned. I mm-hmm. think we're going to go on the run pretty soon. Uh, I, just, I think we will make it out of that division because I've got no faith in the other teams in that division. I think so. you beat. I think you beat the other teams. So you'll yeah. make it. You might have a, a scrawny record with the it will with the be, start you've had. But it's, yeah, it um, won't be the third seed in the division yeah. in the conference. Sorry, but yeah, um, I think we'll still make it. So. Mm. Okay, so we've got the Bucks. I think it's probably a unanimous decision. Isn't yeah, it? it has to be. Surprise that, that's the so one far. I think that goes without saying for and, everyone. And the Chiefs. I would go the Chefs and Steelers. They're my yeah. two. Okay. The Bucks, the Bucks are odd because they've got offensive weapons. They just Jameis Winston has been so bad the last two years. I don't think we've mm. sort of realised actually how bad that quarterback play's been. Kind of well, forgot about Mike Evans last year. We'll and talk we, about Winston later. But we'll talk about a lot of people actually, but, uh, on that Winston issue, just for one thing, everyone's blaming the line. Loads of people have said Winston's not great because their O-line's so bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas, actually, Fitz is now coming in and looking like an... Yeah. yeah we'll talk about, we will talk move on about to that one later against uh, Jameis. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, okay, any, uh, any other teams want to lump in there as a surprise? Yeah, I think the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. I think the Dolphins have been excellent. They, um, they've, they've, obviously, we, uh, we haven't seen Tannehill for a while. He's come back. Yep. He looks way more poised. Um, you know, before he he was always good. He was mm-hmm. kind of in that middle ground. He was never one of the worst quarterbacks, but that was the problem. The conversation was: shall we move on from him because he's kind of peaked, rather than he's you know he he's really bad and he yeah. keeps throwing interceptions and it's kind of like he's boom or bust. Like Tannehill was always just good. Mm. And it was like we well, don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl with us, but he looks he's come back. He looks he's more assertive. <laughs> yeah, he's come back. Oh, he, he looks. He, he did manage to beat out Brock Osweiler in training camp as well, so, so that's a good sign. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't, I don't think that was a QP competition, unfortunately. But it's um, yeah, he just um, he looks way more poised in the pocket. He looks more assertive. So on offense, yeah. he looks like he's actually going through his progressions. He looks more decisive coming out of the huddle. He looks like he's doing more at the line of scrimmage. He looks like he's just evolved as a quarterback over the time off. So I don't know if that's additional film because he's not been playing or. You know he's worked with other people, but he he looks like a different player. Um, you know he's and he's he's crazy athletic for a quarterback as well. So yeah, and also the defense I think is the most kind of sneaky good yeah. part of that team. Yeah, they made some great moves through the draft. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, I was raving about all off season. You were yeah, and they oh, took yeah. him. He, they he fell to them mm. at eleven, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, just a um, proper footballer, isn't he? Yeah, just a great footballer. And and although okay, they played the Titans, and that was like the twelve hour game or something. Mm. It was, you can't you have to kind of throw that away, but they still won it. Mm-hmm. And they've just demolished the Jets, mm-hmm. who everyone was raving about Donald after the first game. Again, it was a bit hit and miss for for Sam. Yeah. So they need to play the Patriots yet. That'll be a great test of them. They seem to do quite well against the Patriots. They normally. do, They're yeah. A bit of a bogey team from New England. But they need to keep this going, and then hopefully they'll start getting some more attention by the media because they have been under completely under the radar. Yeah. Obviously, the, the Bucks have been the more standout mm. team. Uh, but yeah, I, I've got to mirror that one. I was getting ready to say Dolphins, but you said it. So. And, oh, sorry, man. The, um, <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> the other team as well I'm a bit shocked by is, um, is the Saints. I expected them to... To be one of the more dominant teams this year again to be two and zero and and you know they got a draw this week was it a draw or they no won? they scraped the win they won sorry they uh, they won this week oh, I was going to say they o o and two the the, <laughs> the Browns um yes yeah, so they got they um you know they should have lost that game frankly yeah um you know and, and fairly easily really um and then you know week one. Didn't look fantastic either, so I no. think they're the shock team. So I thought they were just going to blow teams out out of the water, but they've um, they've not done that. That defense looks like it's got got some holes in, which is rare because they were so dominant last season. Yeah, but they'd they'd be the two teams I'd pick out. And also the Super Bowl champions. Mm. Yeah, what, what's happened to these Eagles? I mean, you know, they mm. were much better than the Falcons last year. Mm-hmm. And- uh, that will work all, out this week. That'll all change when Wentz comes back in. He leads the team differently. It, yeah, it will help. A week one, they had a difficult game against the Falcons. Thursday night football. That was the Bucks, wasn't it? Oh no, it was the Falcons week Falcons. one. Was it? Sorry, Falcons. Bucks week two. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it was a hard game against the Falcons. Yeah, the Bucks. The way the Bucks are playing at the moment, that's a tough game. It just is. Mm-hmm. So, and there's always the hangover, Super Bowl, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Being a Denver fan, I can. I can say that as a Chargers fan, you can't. Um, <laughs> Jim knows. How, yeah. Yeah, know, but how, yeah, yeah. how long do hangovers last in Denver? Oh, years. Yeah, yeah, just checking. Except for ninety seven when we won it again in ninety eight. Yeah, but from ninety eight it did yeah. last until fifteen, I think it yeah. was. <laughs> you have to wait for your quarterback to come back as the uh, GM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Witty total win. 
<laughs> I know you're still, you're still recovering from yeah, what yeah. is it, 82, 83? Oh, I don't. But um, yeah, so well, they look shell shocked, which is what I didn't like. That first play with Deshaun Jackson, and yeah. then after that, they just oh, hang on. they look depleted. Mm. Um, that was what was worrying. So um, that that would be what getting blown away by a team who has suddenly found an offense who've actually Deshaun Jackson is a Pro Bowl or has been a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Mike Evans was an all pro. Eagles. Yeah, was an all pro two years ago, but Jameis was rubbish last year. So actually, Mike, everyone kind of forgot about Mike Evans. Yeah, but they've got some serious weapons on that team, and um, you know if you can, yeah, yeah, no, um, and um, <laughs> but if you can find them, they can. They can put points up quick. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like the fact the Eagles they they looked. And yeah, they Pey- looked depleted. Peyton Barber from- as well was, is doing really, really well at running back. <laughs> he is. So, but we're going to talk more about the Bucks later. Okay, they've mm-hmm. got their own little segment. We're talking about their <laughs> quarterbacks. Uh, so, okay, there's, there we go. There's the shock teams so far after only two weeks. Mm-hmm. Of this have you got season. any, or have I nicked both of yours? No, no, no. I, well, I threw in the Eagles as well. Oh, okay. Could pop in the Jags as well. So they've improved. From no, I, I think I think most people expected the Jags to be good. Well, they yeah, didn't, they they didn't expect Blake Balls to be slanging. No. This is true. Okay, so let's go on then to the next subject, mm-hmm. and that are the kickers this week. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, King, you haven't seen all the games, so maybe no. you don't know just how bad some of this kicking was. I've not seen a lot of it, no. But uh, two kickers lost their jobs. Oh, wow. Two. I'm assuming the Browns is one, because I heard oh, how bad this was. Absolutely. Zane Gonzalez, the seventh round pick in 2017. I mean, he beat out Cody Parkey, mm-hmm. who's kicking for, who is it, the Bears now? Mm. I think it's the Bears. Uh, yeah, he beat out Cody Parkey for the starter job in the last season. And uh, yeah, he missed two field goals and two extra points, which condemned the Browns to an, a loss when they could have so easily won this game in didn't New he, Orleans, he, in a dome. He did that in week one as well. Didn't he miss in overtime, which meant he got a draw? Yeah, he missed yeah. against the Steelers. So yeah. Yeah, well, he got it blocked. Yeah, he got yeah, it blocked so by he's responsible one. for two... Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. And the other... The it's other... in a dome as well. Steel, like at the, it was at, was at the Browns. It was no. at home. No, the week one was at, at the Browns, oh, wasn't yeah. it? it wasn't so that's an outdoor stadium, but you're in a dome. It's really hard to miss kicks in a dome. Yes. Or yeah, maybe you're one, in December, if it's a bad snap, but four... If you're playing in December in Buffalo, mm. I get it. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a 70-mile-an-hour wind. So he, he missed a field goal, which took it to overtime, and then they got the ball back, and... Tyrod just threw a, a bomb about 50 yards down the field. It connected. They had a, a relatively easy field goal. And rather than going... I think they should have gone for it, to be honest, because yeah. the Saints just weren't stopping mm. the, the pass. So the commentator said, oh, yeah, well, who, who made the right decision? He took, didn't take any chances by sending Zane Gonzalez back out there. It's like, this guy has missed two extra points in the field goal already. Mm. It's overtime. You're going to stick him up for a 40 plus yard field goal and of course what did he do he sent it the other way and that was the loss yeah. so it just baffles the mind that Hugh thought that that guy was, had the, the cojones to go back in there and get the winner they should have rested on, on Tyrod for that move yeah. so that's my opinion as a Steeler fan obviously no skin in the game there but um, just feel horrible for the Browns just you know what more can that franchise go through I don't, I don't really care <laughs> no, I, I, the on. thing is, it's, it's the Browns, man. I mean, yeah. any anyone else, I'd feel a bit sorry for them, but they're so used to being bad. You buy them to win. That's why. Yeah, yeah I don't care less. It doesn't affect me. Oh, I've got no zero heart. They've lost nineteen in a row now. Oh, sorry, haven't won in nineteen. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the fact that the last time they won, it was against the Chargers in what was it ninety ninety four or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it was two thousand sixteen. Yeah. yeah, week fourteen. Yeah, yeah, they're playing each other again this year near the end yes. of the season, yes. so it might be quite <laughs> nicely repeating itself. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Zane Gonzalez is gone off, and in comes Greg Joseph, who used to kick for the Dolphins. Apparently, I don't remember him. No, neither do so I. Never he heard of him. have been there for long. Any Dolphins kicker I remember is Carpenter. Yeah, and Ray Finkel, obviously. Obviously, Ray Finkel. Um, so then he, uh, the second guy to lose his job over the weekend was Daniel Carlson mm-hmm. for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. They actually traded up to get Daniel Carlson in the fifth round of the 2018 draft. Um, he missed all three of his field goals against the Packers, and they've picked up Dan Bailey, the ex-Cowboy. Pro Bowl. 
very consistent uh, kicker until last season when he had an injury. Hmm. Yeah, he didn't um, have a drop in form though. He just got injured. Yeah, of course, Cowboys fans got on, their, on his back about misses. For, so, he can't have he, had that many because I don't remember him missing loads though. One of the comments I saw was that his um, leg power, his leg power was never great. This is a Cowboys fans. Yeah, it? leg power was never great, and as he got a stronger leg, he lost the accuracy. But so he did, tried to get didn't he, kick longer. But didn't at one point though have the most consecutive? And I mean, I mean, yeah. this is two years ago. I don't mean this is ages ago. No, have the longest streak of made field goals. Oh yeah, Dan Bailey was money in fantasy. Yeah, but he ne- he never had the sixty yarders. No. But forty to well, fifty yards. Stalled. Yeah, they forty to fifty yards. Zone, yeah. So yeah, bring out Dan Bailey. Just like Justin Tucker in Baltimore. Mm. Yeah, finishes drives mm. <laughs> because they can't get it in the end zone. Yeah, I don't remember ba- Bailey ever having a super long leg, but forty to fifty yards, he was money. Yeah, so yeah, he's been picked up. It's it's absolutely galling because you know mm. the Vikings need to win those games to yeah. assert dominance in the NFC. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- I think Bailey's yeah. the kicker to do it for him. Though. He's yeah. an excellent kicker. Yeah. So according to Wikipedia, which is absolutely correct for absolutely everything mm-hmm. he is the second most accurate kicker in NFL history yeah he's unbelievable he's suck up the number one he had that long streak didn't he I don't know does it say who the number one is probably Venetary uh, not the oldest guy in the league no okay <laughs> that's great thank you very much Wikipedia for telling us the second most interesting player on that okay <laughs> No, don't say it. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. All right, there were some other notable uh, misses mm-hmm. over the week. Uh, Chris Boswell, he missed a field goal and an extra point. Oh, that was shocking. They were they were costly. I mean, we we lost by five points, so it wasn't the points, but it was when it happened, and you know, it meant that at the la- at the end, our last drive, we had to go for two, and just a bit of a mess, really. Uh, yeah, Gronk Goskowski, he shanked one. In the Jags game, mm-hmm. really, oh, the worst miss was Goskowski, just because it went so I'm far wide. Not sure about that, but Mason Crosby got iced on a field goal, so uh, that took it to overtime. I think it was. Yeah, uh, Kymie Fairburn, he missed, uh, he missed a field goal, and that stopped them from winning the game as well. Easy play for Redskins. Uh-huh. Uh, Mike Nugent had an extra point blocked, and then of course Greg Zerline was injured, so. No Greg Zerline. No Greg Zerline. Greg New, the leg. New Johnny Jones. Hecker having to do the, the kick. Is Nugent the, the guy at the Raiders? Because that was sh- blocked by Shaq Barrett and that's basically what won Denver the game. Yeah. Cool. Yes. I just wanted to mention that Denver won Listen, the game. That, <laughs> congratulations, Dave. I've got to throw it in there. It might not happen again. Yeah. It's just a really bad week for kickers. And considering the fact that it's not snowing out there just yet, there's really no excuse for some of this. Yeah, kind of. It's been weird a couple of years, hasn't it? Since they moved the f- the f- um, extra, extra point line, line back. Yeah, you just like five yards. Five, this was so odd. It makes all the difference. That's the thing. It makes all the difference. It shouldn't. It's five yards. It doesn't matter. It still makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, but most of these guys are, no, but, up until this weekend, apparently, were like 48 or 50 from over yeah. 50 yards. I don't understand how kicking from 30 and th- moving back from 30 to 35... But how much of it? How much of it is psychological? And this is a genuine question. How much of it is you're now that little far back? It's the visual thing of you're no longer they're not in front of you anymore. They're that little bit further back, and there has to be an element of psychology which makes it more difficult. I I played a high standard of football. I'm not looking at the goal when I'm kicking it. I'm I'm looking dead down the middle. I'm not looking where the posts are. It doesn't matter. No, but you're not looking there, but you're still seeing it. Yeah, but if I'm if I'm hitting it dead straight every time, it doesn't matter where the posts are and how far away they are. Mm, to a certain degree, but it is. I'm I'm just thinking, is it that mental thing of it instead of him being right there and it being, oh, it's just a little chip shot. It's now not a chip shot. It's now a proper kick that you're having to do every time, a proper place kick. I don't, I, I, it might have I'm nothing sure, to do. I, with I'm it. sure it is the mental thing. I'm sure you absolutely got that right, but it should have no difference to the mechanics. Because you, you, to be an NFL kicker, you have to be able to kick 35 yards. Is it also so just it's, because it's the beginning of the season? So last no, year... No, because it was the whole season with no, extra points. No so they they hide, dropped from like 98% to like 80 or something crazy. Last year, um, the Chargers had a guy, I think he was Korean. Yep. Um, he played yep. against Denver and missed. This isn't me bragging. Mm-hmm. He played against Denver and everyone... I mean, I can't remember who it was you dropped but everyone was like this guy is going to be amazing he was about 3 foot 5 or we something. dropped Josh Lambeau yeah, yeah. he was about young 3 foot 5 young, young Bosu or something yeah he 
and he lasted two, three weeks, I think mm. it was. Yeah. After, I mean, is it a thing where at the beginning of the season, loads of rookies come in, make some misses, they get rid of, and then it, maybe it's just well, the, the way it is now. Not no, normally. No, until you're in that pressure situation. That's that's the reason why Adam Militari still got a job. Yeah. Why Robbie Gould still gets you know, a, I'd love a to contract have a go every year. I'd love well, to have a Well, Janikowski's still in the league. Mm. You know, you can you can win the, the training camp battles because mm. there's no pressure on you. But when it's the fourth quarter, that's the last few seconds, yeah. and that team needs to win the game, yeah. that's when you realise if you're a good kicker or not. Mm. And that's why these other players keep keep playing into their 40s. It's yeah. all about the pressure. Yeah. That's why Roberto Aguayo is not, is not playing for the NFL team anymore. Yeah, Because he was fine when there was no pressure on. That's why he was drafted in the second round. But when there's some pressure, he was he folded. So that's how it goes. And it's just, you know, I think it's they're getting found out a lot quicker, obviously. I mean, as these games were happening, Twitter was not being nice to these players. No. Um, I Zane imagine. Gonzalez, I don't know if you hear this, but there was a, a baseball coach who was getting abuse on Twitter because his name is Zane Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> it's the classic, I'm not going to look up who I'm atting when I'm uh, tweeting <laughs> abuse. So he was like, steady on, guys. Just the way Twitter is. I'm interested to see uh, which way this goes because we haven't done this before but we're going to have a, a catch off mm-hmm. who did it best this mm-hmm. week it was Keenan Cole who uh, caught a ridiculous catch over the head of Eric Rowe um, for the Jags against James Connor, who did an OBJS catch mm-hmm. against the Chiefs who did it better then Dave? Uh, I prefer Coles okay um, own only because of the the way he caught the ball right in the ball the corner of it yeah that's what you call the corner <laughs> the of it tip. the tip literally came straight into his hand it was perfect and then he moved his body to stay in bounds it was it was amazing nothing against the car I mean you're asking who what's better you're asking <laughs> who's better Marvin Hagler or Shakiri Leonard that's yeah. what you're asking yeah. and it's about on preference I'm going okay, to that's fine. that's fine there's no wrong answer I don't think because they're both amazing catches true hmm. I yeah. still rate Thielen's catch as well. Sugar Ray Lemon was better. Yeah, I agree with that as well. <laughs> we beat Marvellous Marvellous Marvin. Mm, we beat him. To be fair, he did nothing but snort cocaine for 18 months, came back and it was his first fight back and beat him. Going toe-to-toe with him as Sugar well. Ray. Yeah, he was amazing. <laughs> okay, but back to the catches then, Keith. Oh, can it we Cole talk about Marvin No! <laughs> um, Which one do you, which well, one you prefer? Which catch? Yeah. The, is it Cole? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Jags the Jags yeah I thought there was just do you know what again they're different they're, they're different for different reasons so as you say the Connor one was Odell Beckham like that's mm. just pure instinct at that point balls passed him got it in got his feet in bounds hugely impressive yeah. I think there was just more parts to the Cole one it was going over the fender behind him yeah. running away he then moved his arm past the defender to get it away from him then angled his body to stay in bounds, I just thought that there was more elements to the cold catch. Okay. Running full speed down the line rather than away and then reaching backwards. Um, yeah, I thought that the the Connor one was just was just instinctive, whereas I thought the that yeah, there was just more elements to the to the when, cold when catch. Cole, but the, the Connor catch was unbelievable. I couldn't believe he was in bounds. Cole caught it one handed and managed to bring it into his body without fumbling it as well. Do you see so many times didn't bobble, did it? No. It was just stuck. Mm. Even last season, it would have been a catch. Mm. And we know how finicky they were last season. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was amazing. I, the fact I, it was so far, so much behind it. Yeah. yeah, I do agree, though. I think the the, the way the ball landed in his hand um, and the way he caught it, you know, right at the end of the ball, yeah, I could, think had it been the middle of the ball, I think... Yeah, yeah he drops Con- it. Con- well, I, I just think it don't... Th- I don't think it looks as good. And I think I'd have said Connors. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. it looked more impressive that he looked like he was gripping right to the right to the end of the ball. Yeah, you're obviously going to say Connor because well, you're a I'm Steelers fan. Connor. No, not because I'm a Steelers well, fan. Yeah. First of all, he's a running back. Okay, so he's not yeah. supposed to be catching those Connor balls. Secondly, he's a lot smaller than Keenan Cole. All right, so he had to jump a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Third, and the only thing I'd put against Keenan Cole's catch is who he did it over. Eric Rowe is not a great cornerback. He was targeted by the Eagles in the Super Bowl for good reason mm-hmm. when Malcolm Butler was out and he was targeted again and the fact that Bortles could just launch this thing over him Whose was Connor against? I don't know but it was any any Chiefs cornerback I'll take over Eric Rowe well, They haven't got Peters anymore mate 
No, I know, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't okay. matter. I want to call you up on one thing that you said a minute ago, but I can't remember what it is you just said, which is really <laughs> annoying. Because it's just come out of my head. Or no. running back. Yeah, running back. You said he shouldn't be catching that ball because he's a running back. No, I said he shouldn't. I said Rubbish. he's not expected to. He's not expected to. Then why throw him the ball? He was throwing the ball. No, yeah. no. He's no. talking about that catch specifically. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Most wide receivers can't catch that that's ball. That's fine. Yeah. But he was throwing the ball, so therefore he's expected to catch it anyway means. <laughs> Irrelevant. And I'm arguing with you because you're picking a Steelers player and you're a Steelers fan, and I want to argue with you. <laughs> that's it. Rubbish. Thanks, Dave. They're both great catches. <laughs> they were amazing catches, and congratulations yeah, they were. to both of them. Um, Especially Cole. Deserve the shout-out. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. We've got a situation in Tampa, all right, and it's not the one you think because Ryan Fitzpatrick's actually playing really well and dressing really well. Isn't as the well. situation in? Oh, d- came through dripping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> press conference. That was Deshaun Jackson the scout. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, except the chest hair. All right, that the was chest all, hair that was, was awesome. Fitzpatrick. That was so funny. Yeah, I think it's quite good that Jim's actually come dressed in exactly the same way today, just <laughs> just for a tribute. And yeah, he's yeah, a Stanford, <laughs> not Stanford. He's a where did he go? He's an Ivy League quarterback, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's yeah he's quite clever. Harvard, so, I think he's Harvard. Yeah, let's um let's discuss what's going to happen in a couple of weeks though, when Jameis Winston is cleared to come back mm-hmm. after his suspension. Well, we need to talk about what happens in the next two weeks before he comes back from suspension. Well, it's, it's well, only we one more week, I think. I think he only misses the first three games. Okay, if I'm right. Four, so wasn't it? no, I think it's three. Did they reduce it to three. I think it's three. Okay. okay. Well, either way, we've so got, got one more got a problem coming up here. Well, only if he plays well this week. Yeah. If he plays rubbish, then they haven't got a problem. <laughs> Good shout. It was Harvard. Good shout. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But what are we doing with Jameis Winston when he comes back? Well, if, if Fitz has a good week, mm-hmm. nothing. Two questions. He's benched. You're the GM. What would you do? What do you think they'll do? If I'm the GM yeah. and I've got a hot hand, mm. playing them. What do you think they'll do? Same. You think they'll carry on playing yeah. Fitz as well? Okay. If Fitz throws another four touchdowns in week three, there's no way they're putting James yeah, into the you front. Couldn't. Chances are he's not going to. Say he has a good game and throws Who two. Who have they got this week? Do uh, we know? I don't know. One second. It's the Bucks. So the chances are they're not going to. Steelers? Bucks got Steelers. Okay. Well, the chances are he could get off to a hot... Without being funny, Jim, I'm not just... You know... There's the way, chance, the, the, way the Steelers well. are starting, Ch- chances are they can get off a qu- to a quick start based on the Steelers in the last know, sort four, of four or five quarter. games they've played. <laughs> I know going back to last year, but simmer down, Fogia. <laughs> What's this? I'm being serious. I'm actually making yeah, a legitimate okay. point based let's, on let's, the last four or five games. Let's say he gets 150 or 200 yards. 200 Ooh. yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, and because it's fit, nine rushing yards because that's what he does. Has he got a turnover in that? Yeah, probably. So, you're talking about a good game. That's not a good game. Good mm. game's 300 yards. Mm. For Fitz, it's a good game. Playing in Denver, it's a good game. <laughs> um. If he gets 200 yards and two touchdowns and only one interception, he will still be the star week four. Okay. If, if it's me, I agree with you, to answer my own question. Yeah. I would keep him because I think streaks rule supreme. Hmm. I think they'll bring Winston back. He's their guy. He's the face of their franchise. So, better or worse? Yeah. You know I mean? No, well, I, I, he's a journeyman quarterback. You know, they've invested a, a first overall pick in yeah. James Winston. 100. Yes. percent He is the future. Yes. But in the present, if well, you've got the, a hot he's hand, the you're present with as well. It. He's he's the future. In the, he's not a young guy anymore. Yeah, but he's, he's not been very good for the last two years, James Winston. So I think actually, if you've got a quarterback who is performing well, you can be fluffy about it in the media. You can have conversations behind closed doors, going, "Look, we're sticking with this guy." And in the media, you can say, look, we're trying to get him back slowly, so we don't want to rush him back into it. We've changed the playbook. Whatever you want to mm-hmm. say, you can make it look like you're not making a decision between just purely about fitness or, you know, understanding of the offense. Yeah. You don't need to make it about those two, which is what a good GM would do. They would alleviate the pressure and they wouldn't make this competition or look like a competition. Yeah. But ultimately, if Fitz is performing the way he's performing, you have to start him. You have to. I don't care if it's Ben Roethlisberger and he's coming back. If Fitz has thrown four touchdowns in the, or th- in three games in a row, Fitz is starting the next game. And if he throws an interception in the first quarter, Roethlisberger's coming in. I don't think it'd be that quick for Jameis. I think they'll see the whole game out. But 
it's the same for pretty much any quarterback in this league, unless your name's Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Okay. I Almost agree, I agree with you. Almost, just, there I might just, be one or two others. Maybe James, um, Russell Wilson. I think the second he... Oh, Wilson, you'd have to... You'd have but to Rivers, 14 interceptions to get pulled out. But, Riv, but Rivers, Roethlisberger, like elite guys. Yeah. I'd, if you've got a quarterback who's thrown four, in, four touchdowns in... in well, 12 touchdowns in three weeks. They're starting. Mm. They're just going to have to find a way to ease Jameis back in then, aren't they? Well, that's what you'll call it. That's exactly what they'll call it. Yeah. What about you, Jim? He's not 100% healthy. Oh, well, yeah, I, I agree with you that they will start Fitzpatrick um, if he has a half-decent mm. game uh, this week. Mm. I hope they lose. So, uh, But that doesn't really affect the offense too much. But it's not going to be as easy as you think. That Steelers defense can be quite good. They certainly managed to stop the Browns for the most part in the week one. No one's really stopping Mahomes. They just don't know it yet. No, I um, think you struggle with downhill passes, which I think is why I think you'll struggle against the Bucks. Well, we had Joe actually. Hayden out, and hopefully he's yeah. back this week. Well, that make that will make a difference because Hayden yeah. is top draw. Mm-hmm. But the um, I think that's where you have issues. Yeah. The underneath routes, I think actually you guys are pretty organised. I think the issues come. You don't play tons of we. If you do, you're not great at it. So you're not like man downfield. That's yeah, so where you struggle. Had, well, we've we spent years trying to develop a secondary that can yeah. start playing man coverage. Yeah. That's what beats us with the Patriots every time. Yeah, I think it, there's every chance he could throw four interceptions, four touchdowns, and get 400 yards. In which case, it's if a he throws four touchdowns, he's not starting when James is back. Four touchdowns, four interceptions. Four interceptions. I agree, but I I like the way the Bucks are playing because they're just going for it. A couple of years ago, um, Spanish, there's a Spanish boxer called Kiko Martinez, and he was very much like the Bucks. Yeah, he would. I know I'm going on to boxing. I do it Again, a lot. I do yeah. it. A lot, I do it a huge amount. <laughs> Indulge me for a second. Kiko Martinez was a guy who fought a European level, bit of a bum. He was a payday. There's an American guy called Jonathan Ramiro. Uh, Jonathan Ramiro, and he was the dude. He was the next big hope. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a tune-up fight, and I think it was in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, and that fight was just a payday. Romero was already world champion. It was bring him in, we'll knock him around a bit, and that was that. Yeah. Um, Kiko Martinez went in, did what the Bucks have done this season. Well, just no one told bombs, him that. Just to... absolute bombs. It was a rocky story. Yeah. And he ended up winning the world title by knockout as well. I mean, after that, he fought Carl Frampton and got absolutely <laughs> mullered, but he still won the world title doing exactly what Fitz is doing. Yeah. Going out he's and just throwing bombs. And I, I love the fact he's doing that. And it's more entertaining to watch than Jameis Winston. And I wanted to keep the job just because it's more entertaining to watch. That's it. End of the story. That's fine. Um, it's an entertainment business. Everyone and loves I'm an more entertaining. Story, yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. I want him to win the Super Bowl. And at least he's <laughs> he's embracing it now because he obviously, as a journeyman quarterback, he knows when there's peaks and troughs. You've mm. got to enjoy it when you're on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on a bit of a streak. So. Well, he looks like he's doing that in his press conference. <laughs> Last year was Foles' year. This year's Fitz year. Done. He's got about eight kids as well, hasn't he? Seven kids. Seven kids. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Seven different uh, cities as well. They were conceived slash born. Same same misses, but that's how many. Oh, and the lighting. Tell me, seven different Browns. He's, different Browns. <laughs> he's never stayed. He's not Antonio Brown. He's not Antonio Cromartie. No. <laughs> uh, DRC's go- go- cousin. Google it. After how many? The, Google it after the. the, the I'm go fifteen. How many kids he's got by different women? <laughs> mm, crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, <the> farmer. <laughs> 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 it's outrageous when we had him and Rivers on the same team that was a daycare was a nightmare <laughs> um, yeah I think Fitz will stay if, as long as he doesn't th- if he goes fifth, like a half no more than half interceptions to touchdowns he's, if, he, he's keeping we, his well, job we did talk about the Bucks last week because I did tell them to call their Jets mm. and I still am because Fitzpatrick this is an outlier this isn't who that he is outrageous over a whole that. season uh, if you look at um, just the two games he's played, he's got a rating of 151.5. That's crazy. Two games. He's Usually, the, that means he's the best quarterback of all time. <laughs> his career is 81. <laughs> yeah. So you've, you've which got is to not it terrible. It's not right. terrible. Jameis's considering the Jets team he was playing in as well. 7.2. Yeah. So but if you James looked at Jameis's two years like, two years ago for the first two seasons, yeah, he'd have been around 90. No, I've got it here. He's, he's slowly, slowly improved. 84.2, 86.1, wow. 92.2. Oh, he threw a lot of interceptions, didn't he? Of course he did. Yeah. So he was, every year he is getting slowly better, mm. despite being slightly more erratic. His overall average is getting better. So Winston comes in yeah. straight away. What will it take for Winston 
to be kicked out for fits to be put back in are you talking one yeah, interception two something, interceptions cr- something chronic drugs. Winston will be given drugs ban again no no it'll be a three interception or something if you but throw I it think in a be, half I think, he, I think he'll be given at least eight games regardless of what he does in those games yeah so if he goes in game one scenario game one throws two interceptions no touchdowns in the third quarter is he being pulled or no. they sticking with him no, you, you don't okay. pull a number one pick, do you? I think that's no. the thing. He's no, got no, so no. much, so much leeway. He'll have eight games, yeah, minimum. But the thing is, you Fitzpatrick isn't anyone's future anyway. So you, even if you did bench Winston, what's the point? Yeah, because, you're going to cripple him mentally for yeah. for what reason? You're going to ruin the number one overall pick that you've invested yeah. a lot in over the last. And if three he keeps years. doing that over that that period as well, sorry to jump in there, Jim. Is Fine. If he they, he does that over that eight game period and he plays rubbish, yeah, you're not going to win the Super Bowl anyway. So what is the point in you pulling a quarterback who is your future to bruise his ego? When what 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 does it matter if you get another two or three games? Actually, in that situation, you probably want to lose all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and going if the if the issue is still is that line that you you mentioned earlier, Dave. You you then get a high draft pick and you can go and you know hopefully someone slides like a Tunsil situation. You can get mm-hmm. the you know, maybe you're in their five to ten range, and you can pick up a steal there. Yeah, like um, Brandon Nelson, like this year. Absolutely, absolutely. You look at these. You know, um, Sheriff from Redskins. I think was tenth overall. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get some really Sheriff. good. Sheriff, Brandon Sheriff, Brandon Sheriff. But yeah, you can get some. Um, you can get some steals in that range. So yeah, they're not going to pull him because either no. you get a high draft pick if he plays rubbish or. Uh, They've or, had to stick with him through really. the suspensions, haven't they? And yeah. had, you know, even coming out of college, they had the concerns over the arrests and stuff. So yeah, they knew what they were getting with him. They were hoping he was going to mature quicker than he has. Yeah. Um, and part of that's down to the, the coaching. They have put too much on his shoulders, or he's felt like he's had to do more than he has. So I think he's just, a, just a he, he's just he's just an ultra competitor, and it's de- and but to his detriment. You look at these players, all, all these quarterbacks are, but, you know, the guys that really stand out, Rivers is one, actually. he's He gets in people's faces, he walks over to the other sideline and starts shouting. He's an ultra yeah. competitor, but rarely does that impact his play. He might be a little bit more aggressive, but he always takes care of the ball. Mm-hmm. Whereas Winston tries forcing things he shouldn't. Well, it does. Said, I do think he, he makes un- an awful lot of interceptions. Though, King, you've got you've got over the last does. over the last few seasons he has. But I think that's just age, mate. Same as same mm. as same as Roethlisberger or Manning or all those guys from that class. But it's I think that's just an age thing. But even before that, he wasn't he wasn't throwing as many interceptions. But he was still getting into he was shouting at Tom Brady <laughs> when he was going into huddles <laughs> in a championship game with a broken leg. Yeah, and still nearly won. Like that's. The difference, he still managed to get into those games, whereas Winston seems to go win three or four games and still be forcing stuff. Do you know what I mean? He hasn't learned from his yeah. mistakes. I, as, as someone who doesn't watch um, the Bucks all mm-hmm. that much, I don't... <laughs> Join the club. I, yeah, I, I watch him on Red Zone and stuff like that, and you'll, yeah. I'll see brief highlights. I don't trust him. So I watch the Chargers. I don't like watching the Chargers, but I watch you minimum t- twice a season, no matter what. How do you not like watching the Chargers? I just don't. Everyone likes watching Chargers. That is we're either rival, King. I we're, know that you love everyone. We are just either AFC West team. We are either amazing or really bad. Either way, it's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Anyway, I'm not massively not the favorite team you're in. City. This is true. Which city are they in this? Hang on. It's not our own city. So it's currently nearly eight o'clock. Where are you right now? And where will you be in an hour? Albuquerque Chargers. Yeah. (laughs) New Mexico is nice, man. It's not. I've been there. It's rubbish. Utah Um, Chargers. Yeah, Utah's good. It's not. (laughs) Anyway. Got great fans there, though. Come on. I'm watching the Chargers, and you trust Philip Rivers. You're like, doesn't matter. He'll do the right thing. Mm. And nine, time, nine times out of ten, he will. Mm. And it's not even down to being erratic because that Terrell Taylor, I trust Terrell Taylor. Mm. He's starting to throw interceptions, which I don't particularly like. But you trust him. You're going, okay, he'll do the right thing. Same with Rottenberger. Same with loads of guys. I don't trust Winston. There's something about his, he'll do something stupid. Same with Cam Newton. There's something about him. I'm going, mm, I don't trust him to do the right thing. He's a bit of a maverick. You know. Yeah, that, that's why they picked him above Mariota. Because they could have gone with Steady Eddie, mm. but they went Mario. with the guy that, that had the higher ceiling, mm. and uh, that's what you get. It's a bit more bust. And he I'm... still does have the higher ceiling. Yeah, he just needs to eradicate the those, those silly, silly plays. 
I would still have taken him over Mariota. Knowing what you know I, now. Yeah, our first season of doing this podcast was when Winston Mariota came out, and you were with Mariota, and I was with Winston. Mm-hmm. I still think I'm on the right side of that that history. So, I, even though Mariota's been to the playoffs. Which is really annoying, actually, because I think Mariota, the last two years, had an opportunity to separate himself, because the yeah. first two years, I think they're pretty even, mm-hmm. actually. And he, and Mario had that chance, and this is what's frustrating me most: is he hasn't. No. And we're talking about how bad Winston's been, and Mario yeah. because he's because he's quite vanilla yeah. gets away with it. Yeah. But I I'm with you. I think actually now seeing where they're both at, I'd rather I'd be on the Winston side of the fence I because I think his ceiling's higher. Let's move on because we've talked about the Bucks and then Manchester's in every other team in this there is as well. what you should do <laughs> okay so next subject is about the moves that happened after week two not just the kickers obviously but the the big trade news was that Josh Gordon has left the the Browns for various reasons which is quite all quite weird um, but he's gone of course to New England for a fifth conditional a fifth, fifth round, round pick, pick. It's a conditional fifth and if he plays at least ten games then Cleveland also give up a seventh round pick well, it's a yes. late round in in air quotes. Yeah, has which to is take part in ten seventh. games. Yeah, it's, so, it's seventh. Yeah, uh, they had to release Corey Coleman, which was <laughs> yeah another. He'll uh, get picked up. Another first round pick there by the the Browns uh, to make room for for Josh Gordon to come in. Um, it yeah, obviously the Patriots fans are quite happy about this, but we are talking about a guy that did miss the 2015 and 2016 seasons on indefinite suspension by the league mm-hmm. uh, for substance abuse mm-hmm. who's he, he played week one mm-hmm. didn't play week two he scored a touchdown in week one he scored a touchdown in week one but mm-hmm. didn't play week two no but that has was because they were going to trade him yeah has his head ever been right though since he's played 11 games 2013 when years. he was a phenom no no yeah. <laughs> but he he is unbelievably talented hmm and I think he's taken ownership more than he was previously. It looked like he was ready. Um, you know, he, we on hard knocks they alluded to the fact that he said he needed more time, which mm-hmm. is, you know, he he clearly is struggling with addic- with an addiction. And I think the fact that he is acknowledging that, um, you know, he came back in great shape. He, you know, despite having very limited time on on you know with the squad, came back week one, scored a touchdown, which is, you know, not easy to do. No, um, he's a matchup nightmare. <laughs> He's crazy quick. He's crazy big. Yep. He's super physical, and he's got hands like Larry Fitzgerald. He's unbelievable. It, you know, it's a, it, frankly, it's a shame that we've missed out on him for this this you know such a long time. But yeah, we've been the ones that missed out. He absolutely screams pa- Patriots because he's they're not going to get away with it. They're going to support him, and for, for some reason, he won't have these issues again. It's like, well, I hope <laughs> I hope he doesn't. But I hope for his sake, forget football. I hope. It's horrible to see people go through something yeah, that clearly he knows is an issue. But it's... Um, I think it's an excellent pick-up. Because fifth-round pick, again, it works out. So 100%, you should hit 100% of your first-rounders, 90% of your second-rounders, 80% of your third-rounders, 70% of your fourth-rounders, 60%, maybe 50% of your fifth-rounders. He's got over a 50% chance of being good. So what's the, what is the risk? I think, yeah. I think... What is the risk? I think it's a, it's a complete no-brainer. If you're the Patriots, the Patriots haven't got a huge amount in the receiving core right now. No. So it's a complete no-brainer. How much of an impact is having Belichick there going to be? How much of an impact is it going to be where Gordon's going to say, do you know what, I'm, I can win a Super Bowl this year? Is well, that it definitely gonna be helps, mo- doesn't it? I mean, that's yeah. why he didn't go to Dallas. Well, yeah. If you look at the... <laughs> You look at the players he's worked with that have had real, real issues. Aqib Talib was an absolute nightmare. Oh, yeah, he still was, is. Well, he still is, but he was a nightmare yeah, at, at the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And And he went... Well, the reason he was a good player for you is because he went to New England. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in the league 100%. if he hadn't gone to the Patriots. Because yeah, that's yeah. like... Basically, it's like rehab with games. And he it's, likes Wade Phillips, which is why he's now in LA. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, so he's he's gone there. You look at... Randy Moss was, again, was a terror that no one mm, wanted. Yeah. Had a few good seasons, caught the most touchdowns few ever seasons. in a season. In, you know, well, with the Patriots, you mean? Yeah, with yeah. the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's unbelievable for the Vikings. Yeah, him and Culpepper. Wow, Ooh. never rated him. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But you know, he was he was a nightmare that no one really wanted, and um, you know, he he excelled with the Patriots. Revis again. 
went to big trade to Tampa Bay, didn't yeah. do particularly well. People weren't sure if it was an attitude problem, if it was a play problem. Wins a Super Bowl, plays man coverage, looks like the old Revis. Yeah, gets a big contract. For a contract. Yeah, gets a big contract. You know, this isn't the first time that someone who has been had either questionable antics off the field or performances have dipped despite being an elite player. Mm-hmm. I see your um, reverse and counter you, Aaron Hernandez. What about Hernandez? He was a mess. He was a mess. Before. I'm joking. I'm being facetious. Yeah, but they didn't sort him out. No, I know. I'm being facetious. No, but Hernandez also had horrific CTE based on the scans oh. of his brain afterwards. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't think you can blame Belichick for brain injuries, but <laughs> it's um. But what he does in the locker room, you know, he's um, you know, there are people. It's the best place for him, without a doubt. Yeah. By judge, judged based solely on past records and of the how don't like draft picks anyway. They never use them in the draft, so might as well give them up on. Apart from when they don't draft anyone and win the draft. Of yes, <laughs> they did win that draft. Yeah. yeah. They did win that draft. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Let's wish Josh. They'll Gordon win this draft if Josh Gordon catches for over a thousand yards. Yeah. When this season, they'll win next year's draft because name of wide receiver in the fifth round is better than Josh Gordon. <laughs> Jesus, we're not doing that again. Uh, Antonio Brown. No, in this year's draft. Oh, okay. This I have no idea. Oh yeah. We'll have to have a look. Oh, exactly. Nearer the time. We'll when when is he going to start playing? Do you think? Will it be this week? Well, they in... want to stick him in straight away, won't they? They've but... got a notoriously difficult playbook to understand. So I think it will be the week after. Yeah, and then you've got Edelman come back. Is he? Yeah, which is unreal. Is Josh Gordon one of those guys who's going to be able to pick it up quickly? Is he a bit of a slow? They'll do what they did. They'll do what they did with Randy Moss. Run there, catch him, make him do slants (laughs) or go routes. Yeah, that's all you need him to do anyway. Um, Let's move on to the other player then that had a move. Well, it was a retirement move. Vontae Davis, Mm. the uh, long time. Well, I think most amount of time with the Colts, wasn't it? I suppose. Yeah, previously with the Colts, previously with the Dolphins, yeah. yeah. Three seasons with the Dolphins. Signed, uh, drafted by the, the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, he'd signed a one-year deal in February for five mil. Yeah. Yeah, with the Bills. He was coming off a horrific injury because he's actually he, one of the yeah. best corners in the league at one point. Yeah, he's always injured, unfortunately, mm. for the Colts, which is why they finally moved on from him. Uh, 30 years old, and the, well, the reports, of, of course, came out saying that he had just left the building at mm. half-time, uh, saying he retired... Obviously, Twitter went crazy. Um, Lorenzo Alexander, the was not happy. linebacker, wasn't happy. Because obviously you hear that from a reporter saying that one of your teammates has just put on his jacket and, and driven off. Yeah, I saw in his interview he said Such that players on the sideline were saying that he's, he's said he's retiring. and Yeah. So he, he hadn't sort of made a formal announcement. I think he uh, told the necessary coaches, but not his players. Yeah. Um, obviously, the reporter... In the days afterwards, he's come out and said that he just didn't feel right in the first half. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, isn't it? A lot of athletes say that when you know, you just know instantly. Mm-hmm. And it must have, he must have just had some plays where he was so much slower. Wasn't his contract or, fully guaranteed this year as well? Uh, yes, but there may be some things about retirement that null and void some of those things. Yeah. I don't know what the Bills can get back he got five that. million for a game and a half. I mean, fair play to him for saying that he knew something was wrong. Yeah, he just couldn't yeah, do it. But finish the but game. Either finish the game or stand on the sideline and help out, you know, by trying to help call plays or something. Yeah, know? or just be there. Don't leave the. St- I know, but then again, you know, you're really emotional at that point as well. And if that you, is if without made being f- a split decision and gone. I know that my body can't do it anymore. I can't be around this. Yeah, I need to get out. They are. They are a notoriously emotional family, that. actually, because him and his brother Vernon. Yeah, Vernon cried when they got in the playoffs. Yeah. Vontae, if you've seen the Hard Knocks episode where he got traded actually from Miami to Indianapolis, when he was told, I mean within seconds, if you've not seen it, watch the video, it's on YouTube, mm-hmm. is they say, we're, we're trading you to Indianapolis. Didn't wait for any details, didn't do anything, just turned around to the uh, the GM and went, I need to phone my nan. And they went, well, we need to talk to you about about this. That was the extent of the conversation yeah. before he wanted to leave. And he looked like he was about to cry. So I think they they are particularly emotional as as a family it looks like yeah. and, and I think actually that's a massive decision for him because that's, that's his whole life I don't agree with it I agree actually with both of your assessments is you either finish the game yeah. or you do what Jim says and say look I'm done I'm mentally not in it I'm going to be a hindrance to the team mm-hmm. but I want to be there to support people that would be the right thing to do and I don't think he did go about it the right way but I respect his decision I, I respect him 
enormously because there's so many I'm not just not just NFL sportsmen mm-hmm. boxers especially I'm going back to boxing a little bit who <laughs> just carry Jesus. on for yep. too long just stop like Roberto Duran to quote your little yeah. era you were talking okay. about earlier Roberto Duran pop quiz can we do a little quiz Roberto Duran made his boxing debut in 1968 guess the year he retired guess the year he had his last fight 2002 2001 boom I was pretty close what a that. guess yeah, yeah. That, that's guess. going on too for long. too long that yeah. is going on for too long so do you know what stop when you think you've had enough especially in somewhere like the NFL as well big mm-hmm. physical yeah. game rugby anything like that stop when you think you've had enough let a young guy come in someone who's exciting and someone who's not going to have the chance don't do it at half time it's literally it's as simple as that don't do it at half time stand yeah. there and be a cheerleader mm-hmm. yeah and like unless like I said you just in your mind you can't stay like, he is an emotional guy and he's had so many injuries he's had to come back so many times from the operating table yeah so yeah he, I, diff- I don't blame him if he didn't feel right to not complete the game yeah because you could he could seriously injure himself out there it's not it's not a game where you can go 50% no I think the difference is that if he would have at half time just said no, I can't play the second he half he said no mass didn't he yeah, yeah, yeah no mass 100% you don't <laughs> you get that Jim no. no never mind so at half time why don't I get that what is it never mind it means no more in Spanish okay what Roberto Duran said to the ref when he was fighting Sugar Ray Leonard Sugar Ray uh, Leonard halfway through he just turned his back the hard man of um, boxing just turned around and said no mass no more right yeah Okay, thank offense. you. Never mind. I, li- I do like. Not just that, me. I'm sure I other people like. that tuned into an NFL podcast. hundred percent of people got that. 100%. <laughs> it's just you, Jim. So, if he, essentially, <laughs> essentially, if he had have come out at, at half time uh, in the second half and stood there, gone into the press conference afterwards and said, "Look, I can't do any more. I've had enough." He would have been lauded. People are saying he's had a great career. You know, he's always been, he's, he's through injuries, what a great player he could have been, instead of saying, you're a punk for driving away. So, I, yeah, he's just completely gone about it the wrong way. Simple as that. It does mean that if he does change his mind and want to unretire, he can't do oh, that. Oh, yes. He can't unretire uh, and go to another team this season. But of course, in the fullness of time, oh, when the dust settles and maybe he decides that he wants to give another try, he will have to wait until. The 2019 season uh, to do that. So, is that actually but, part of? Is that legitimate? He couldn't sign for anyone now. Yeah, that's a, that's a league rule. If you retire, you, if he so just, the only team he, he could quit, come back for he, is if he's asked to be traded or released, that's yeah. different. But the fact that you've retired means that you can't. You could come back for the Bills, though, right? Uh, I so guess he, so. Yeah, if he, he went to the Bills team. and said, "Look, I'm sorry, man." I half didn't look time, into that, but I'm pretty sure he probably could have retired. Half time, team. he comes back into the building and goes, "Put me in for the second half, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready to finish it." Because <laughs> he's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, but we wish uh, Vontae Davis well. He was a very good cornerback, um, and yeah, he's got out of thirty, so hopefully he's got enough money to see himself uh, do all right. <laughs> We've got one more thing then before we move on to the week three predictions for you, King. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Felony Watch. Felony Watch. And this is because Dave insisted on doing yeah, Felony yeah, Watch. It's it my request. I wanted a Felony Watch. Oh, I couldn't get an awful lot. But I thought the main, one, one, should, the main one, one should be Michael Kendricks. The guy who, uh, if you watched Hard Knocks, found out that he was doing some insider trading and got released by the team and he got picked up by the Seahawks and last night he did record a sack on uh, on Mitch Trubisky a massive sack of money yeah (laughs) I mean this guy he was a second round pick for the Eagles in 2012 so I'm going to try and keep this as non-boring as possible when we're talking about insider trading (laughs) Mm. so he was charged last Wednesday with insider trading he had a bank analyst contact called Damilare Sonoiki I'm sure that's how you say his name. A hundred percent. This guy was giving non-public information on upcoming investment bank mergers and insights as to how these mergers would impact the prices of publicly traded securities. So basically, he was giving him insider tips. He was spending money on it. Um, and then I think there was a third party in there that was making kind of normal bets on stuff to try and make it look more legitimate. But uh, it's all come out in the wash. I hope and- it goes to prison. 
What a bastard. Well, he, he could well go to prison for this. Really? But, I mean, he came out at the time and gave a statement saying that he's um, admitted guilt and he's willing to cooperate, but actually he hasn't actually cooperated with the authorities How much yet. has he made, does it say? They reckon he made around $1.2 million in profit. Whoa. To put that in perspective, some of the profits he made on these mergers range from 79% to 393%. Jesus, Navas. On investment. So there was no way that you could have done that as a novice. And, got, and then, oh, hang on, that, that business I just I don't do that with my betting account. It's just account. been bought out. So, uh, yeah, it's done all right. Uh, he would give like 10 grand a time to this Sanoiki um, for giving the tips over. So they both now face three federal charges. That's conspiracy to commit securities fraud, securities fraud, and aiding and abetting. They add up to a maximum 25-year prison sentence. In addition to prison time, a potential penalty could include a three-year period of supervised release and $5.3 million in fines. That's not including the fines the SEC can levy at Kendrick's afterwards. So there is some good news, though. A lot of money. There's the potential for him to set up Meme Machine when he's in prison. Yeah, he could play do. against the guards. Yeah, the longest yard. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. All he of could that. do that. All of that. Um, but in the meantime, the Seahawks decided to buy him and uh, and give him some more money. So that's always helping his, his bank balance. But yeah, he's not actually cooperating with the authorities, despite the fact they said he would. So that's not going so well. It's because he needs to know before he cooperates what they're going to give him in return or where they're going to put him up. So he wants a plea deal first, basically. He wants to know, yeah, how it's going to affect him. Good luck to him, that's what I say. Good luck to Michael Kendricks, you know. Bless you. He knew exactly what he was doing. They've got um, text messages and they've managed to get into his phone and email so they've seen all these communications he had with this guy. They're trying to use coded messaging but it didn't work very well. So, (laughs) Good luck, Michael. (laughs) Uh, the other one is uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. Yep. The sixth overall pick in the 2004 draft for them Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. 2004. Yeah. 2004. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of this guy. Son of Kellen Winslow Sr. Yep. Uh, he's accused of raping or attempting to rape at least four women over a three-month span of time. He was also charged with felony charges of forcible rape and the rape of an unconscious woman in connection with a June 2003 incident. Jesus Christ. The 34-year-old was first arrested on June 7th after a report of a possible burglary uh, in Park Enchinitas. It's a senior community located in North El Camino Real. So, prosecutors said that Winslow intended to rape an 86-year-old woman who was sleeping inside her home. The complaint alleges Winslow also raped a 54-year-old woman and a 59-year-old woman on March 17th and May 13th, respectively, in his SUV. One of the women accusing Winslow of rape testified that she was choked and told she would be killed if she screamed. So the judge has set bail at £2 million. Uh, if convicted on all counts, Winslow could be sentenced to life in prison. Right. I, I find that truly shocking. I can't honestly believe that an ex-NFL player's got an SUV. <laughs> That's, un- well, that's unbelievable. Phil Rivers has got an FCD. I'm sure. Right, right. He's got 400 kids. <laughs> 86. Uh, yeah, he was going around retirement communities. Oh, I just driving. Jesus. And also, a lot of these things happen really close to his home, like within a mile of his home. Oh, they must be driving that. around looking for old women on the street, pulling up, chucking them into his SUV, raping them, and then throwing them back out of the car again. Yeesh. Right. Thanks, Dave, for making me do a felony watch this week. But uh, That's rough, man. Yeah. Right, that is rough. It doesn't make much sense, but uh, there we go. So Yeah. Well, on the last one, I, I said good luck to the... To, to uh, Michael Kendricks. Michael Kendricks. I'm not going to say good luck to him. No, Kendricks, <laughs> though. If I'm honest. Bit weird. Okay, let's do our last thing, then. That is the picks for week three mm-hmm. now before we do week three yes Dave I was going to say week two you're against Patriot Mark. Mark I don't know oh yeah alright yep I did I did my picks I know you, I haven't sent them to you I only got seven so right. how would I have done against well I'm sorry to say King but it was a bloodbath <laughs> was it you, yeah. you got absolutely battered yeah this week there was another tie so we have to oh, watch that one out yeah okay but out of fifteen Mm-hmm. You got six. All right, that's the worst I've ever done. It's the worst you might have ever done. Mark got ten. Oh wow, good for him. Well played, yeah. Mark. Good for him. There's a lot of differences. So in the King versus the People League standings, you've now got fourteen out of thirty. Mm-hmm. The People have got nineteen out of thirty. Oh wow. And Owen two. Owen I am. Two. Thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's worse than the Steelers. It is only just marginal. Worse than the Browns. This is also true. <laughs> this is also true. But you're the same as the Raiders, so you know. Yeah. Mm. I like the Raiders. They got the best kit. They haven't got the best they kit. Absolutely. Don't. I pretty much always wear black. So. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Not I like the Titans' kit. new kit. I really like the Titans' new kit. Yeah, those yeah. numbers are really. They've been on Atkins. They don't look good. No, no I don't know. I still like it. Worst is the Jags mustard one. I don't know. At least you know who it is. I like that one actually. Oh, what is wrong <laughs> with you, lot? <laughs> so weird. Black in, yeah, Jags, black in, uh, not Jags. Black in, yeah, I will go. In, yeah. Giants, Giants blue. That's my favourite. Oh, I think. So boring. Oh, no, just... I like the Giants blue. Or Atlanta black. Atlanta black's cool as well. The wife's got Atlanta black. Yeah, that's okay. pretty. Um... It is pretty nice. Let's, pretty let's good. move on from kits. Right? I'm not doing this. It's about boxing. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got the best shorts. This week, King. I may come. This week, week yeah. three of the NFL season, it's time for you to redeem yourself. Okay? Uh-huh. You're up against Nick, the Jets fan. Yeah. Uh, he's given me his picks already. Good luck, Nick. But I need to know yours, all right? So please, mm-hmm. just have the winners this time. Yeah. Thursday night are the New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Browns? Yeah. That's the second time you've tried the Browns on this. Am I going on the? You I'm the going Browns. against a Jets fan as well, aren't I? Yeah, yeah you picked so the Browns one week one against Steelers. Yeah, and they drew. I was pretty close. Yeah, I know. Yeah, do you know what King? He went Browns. Oh, I'm going to Jets He fan. means yeah. that's a business. Exactly. He, he's he, coming he at it. He's going to do it, but he's done it. He's coming after okay, it. Okay, so Sunday, it's the New Orleans Saints winless. No, wait. They got a win. They got a win. They got a win. I keep forgetting they got a win against the Browns. It's, it's easy so to unlikely. forget. They shouldn't, they shouldn't have got it, yeah. So unlikely. Against the Falcons. Oh, great game. In Atlanta. Great NFC South. game. Falcons. Yeah? Yeah. Nick's gone Saints. Oh, uh, actually, Breeze does really well against the Falcons. <laughs> Which one changed your mind? No, Falcons. No, I can't change once I've heard their pick. Okay. Uh, then we've got the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. at the Washington Redskins. Um, I'm going to go with the Redskins mm, okay that is not one that's gone with uh, then we've got the Indianapolis Colts at the Philadelphia Eagles Eagles yeah okay they're getting that win with Wentz mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills against the Minnesota Vikings Vikings <laughs> the Buffalo Bills against anyone it has to be the opposite please tell me Nick's gone Bills no no, he has. Nick means business this it's week. Changing. He went against the Jets. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the Raiders mm-hmm. at the Dolphins. It's a long journey. That, yeah, yeah. Go Dolphins. You know, the Raiders laid down. You know, you know Punk's left Go Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Darby's on form. He certainly is. Uh, then you've got the Denver Broncos at the Baltimore Ravens. Bra- bra- Broncos at the Ravens. Yes. Ravens. Yeah, I agree. We don't travel well. <laughs> we just don't. Last year, I think... Mile high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think last year well, we played the Broncos, four... So he's an idiot. Um, I think we... Hey, 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 hey. hey. Yeah. We don't know yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait and see if he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, I was going to say something. Else, no, I was going to... I can't be bothered. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Carolina Panthers. Panthers Nick's gone Bengals I've got some good ch- differences here this is nice I like this then we've got the New York Giants at the Houston Texans Texans okay Nick's gone Giants how did, he, how did the New York fan go for the Giants uh, then the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars AFC South Jaguars Titans normally good against Jags I think they beat him at the end of last season. Jags. Titans have been bad so far this year. True. The San, the San Francisco 49ers at the Kansas City Chiefs. White hot. Chiefs. White hot Chiefs. <laughs> White hot. Please, both of you stop. They've got a good one-two punch. <laughs> <laughs> they have. they got a three-four punch. So that's the problem. Yeah. Let's go with... Who's uh, Nick gone for? He's gone for the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the Chargers at the Rams. You're going to love this one, King. Rams. Ooh, <laughs> that is a good game. Means is that a six o'clocker? Uh, oh, no, it shouldn't uh, be a good game. So you, don't, you don't like watching the Chargers, so I, no, I, I like wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't like <laughs> recommend watching that one. No, I like watching the Rams. <laughs> okay. 
Then we've got the Dallas the first Cow- sold out game we've had in LA. It'd be amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's only because we're away. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> now you actually got you got the right pick with the Cowboys last week, and the Seahawks let you down. So mm. you're going to stick with the Cowboys, or yeah, I am. You are mm-hmm. Seahawks. Okay. We played Seahawks week one. Seahawks. They are garbage. They yeah, are they, utter. They, Garbage. Do you know what? Actually, we didn't talk about the games, but just watch the uh, the Seahawks Bears game today, and the amount of disrespect the Bears showed the offense and the defense for the Seahawks was frightening. Mm-hmm. They had no time; they were just blitzing them all over. The Bears and, and passing really on them good. as well. They the Bears really just didn't good. care. They didn't adjust at all like they were in the past for the Seahawks. Yeah. They've lost that mystique now. I think Seattle. Sorry, Seattle. Uh, so Don't three games left. Chicago Bears at the Arizona Cardinals. Bears. Yeah. Nick's also gone for the Bears. Two games left then. Patriots at Lions. Patriots. Yep. And the Monday night game are the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) We talked about this earlier. What a game. Where, Where is it? At the Bucks. Yeah, it's in Tampa. Bucks. Yeah, I, I go Bucks. Three weeks in a row, not Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah, I know. Conor McGregor at quarterback. Yeah, but you still, you're still haven't won a game. I told you, if you prove something, I'll start picking you. You didn't. We didn't, didn't lose every game. No, true, but you're going. You've gone from one high-powered offense to another. Anyway, he's got a point. Yeah, he's got a point, and Nick picked the Bucks as well, which I'm not happy about. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, who would you pick? The Steelers. Oh, Steelers. can we do it one week where you go against him? Rather than the people, me again. Yeah, I'm the people. You well, are. I, I, I you do represent class myself the as, a, as a man of the people. Yeah. Whereas King is not a man of the people. What? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's wrap it up then, boys. Uh, so thank you very much for listening, guys. Remember to be subscribing to the podcast. Um, you can get that for free on iTunes, Double Pod. You've probably done it already, but just in case, make sure you've done it. Uh, I'm subscribed. We'll be putting the thank you very much, Dave. We'll be putting up the video on YouTube and through the website jimthekeng.com. Uh, and hit us up on Twitter as well at Jim and the King to say why King is wrong to pick the Bucks over the Steelers so do me a favour zero comments because everyone agrees <laughs> um, yeah but that's it so until next week I've been Jim that's been the King that's been Denver David thank you so much for listening mm-hmm.